0: Welcome back to Into the Light, a different life story. My show on uh, YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today, I'm excited. I've got a new guest with me. I've got Scott Spears with me. Scott Spears is a fellow traveler who... Uh, in this case, is a real traveler. He really likes to be around this world. And he's a man who is getting easily bored. So he likes to learn. And as that, the moment he said that, I knew we we are sort of brothers. We need to check in our ancestry. There's somewhere a common denominator there. Um, and Scott is a man who is, who has learned to really unlock time, to organize life, to really connect with himself. And that is a superpower that not many of us get really the hang of. So therefore I knew that I had to have this guy on my show. So Scott, welcome to my show. Thank you, Stefan.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Uh, how the hell did you gain the superpower? And I, there, is no, there is not one, well, you know, I woke up one morning and no, it doesn't work like that. So, so were you always organized? as a young boy uh, or were you were you straightforward yeah mom and dad uh, i made your breakfast and i'm going to school now don't forget to get up
1: <laughs> no definitely not it, it started with my mom um you know they would leave for work in the morning and i would have a list every morning sitting on the floor basically
0: the moment we started the interview your audio disappeared your audio that's right try that again
1: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Same thing. It is like like hmm. a like a machine gun going off in the background. Uh, let
1: me let me turn this off and reset it. Can you? How do you? How do I hear without the microphone?
0: Um, right now, the sound has completely changed. You're back on. Uh, say a few words. Uh, how's
1: the how's the quality?
0: now much better now much better now you're back to to ideal
1: do you you like it better this way or when i have the headset working
0: that's interesting so at the moment the headset is not working and you're coming through so so the sound is coming through your computer isn't it and the microphone is
1: i can use this or use the computer
0: try the other one again
1: Um, sure Okay, it says it's connected now.
0: How does yeah. that sound? Say again. Say three sentences. Um, it's connected now. How does that sound? A little no, bit better? Unfortu- no, unfortunately we need to go back to the computer. Something has changed. Um, we are getting... So where's your uh, your microphone now? Yeah, I'm using the computer microphone now.
1: How's that? It's actually not bad,
0: I have to say. It's not bad at all. Okay. Um, we have changed the position of the uh, of the screen now a little bit. Yeah, that's it. You saw just that little angle okay. there. So now that's that's nice. That's now we've got shadows balancing you. That's actually not bad okay. at all. That's not bad at all.
1: Okay. Cool. So I'm I'm good like this. If you are, and- yeah.
0: No, that's fine. So we've done the introduction, and I'll restart. What we'll do is, uh, what did I say? Uh, were you? You were
1: asking if I was always this organized. That is
0: correct. And, that is correct. Know, that was, are you happy I to answer? Gonna, from, are you happy for, to answer yeah. from that? Okay. I can
1: start from there. Yeah, no so
0: problem. Five seconds. So, uh, sound clap, and then you answer from there.
1: Okay. No, I wasn't always this organized. Um In fact every morning my mom and dad would go to work and there would be a list sitting on the floor for me to, <laughs> to accomplish before the day was over and that's that's of course when if I wasn't going to school but um, even even if I was coming home from school there would be a list of okay you got to do this you got to do that you got to do this and that also carried over in, in my my own life as I grew older and said okay All right. The best way to stay organized is to write a list. But no, I was not always organized personally at work. I was super organized. Um, Being in the military, obviously, you have to be organized. You got to have everything in order or you're not going to be having a, a very favorable day um (laughs) uh, when i got out of the military i went into uh it telecom working in silicon valley and that's where i started moving from engineering into project management not by choice but um yeah so i kind of went in that direction and started to learn project management and that's when i ventured into global consulting actually handling global and regional projects That, that and being those sizable projects, you really have to have your time and resources, everything organized. But when I would get off of work, um, no, I would, I would, I would be so tired of being organized. I would come <laughs> home and I. would all right, one shoe over there, one <laughs> shoe over there and uh, <laughs> it was it was part of like what I was telling you earlier before we started the interview. I, I need a little managed chaos in my life and that was my form of of a little managed chaos. so um, but no, after a few different lifetimes in this one life, I uh, where I am now, I had to I had to figure out when my employment contract expired working uh, globally and, and bouncing around all over the place. It's like, okay, what do I want to do now? And I had to look and see what am I good at? And I'm really damn good at organizing and time management. So I started building my consultancy around those two uh, subjects for personal and business. So that's, that's what I'm doing now.
0: Which is beautiful. And it's amazing that you that you admit to that bit of a yin and yang within yourself, that there are these two people, that one is rebelling against the other, and both of them have got a kind of place in you. Uh, you need to talk to my wife. Because I'm like you at work, tong, 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 very clear. And I I thrive in chaos to a certain degree like you. And then at home, yeah, my shoes could be anywhere. (laughs) So how amazing. I've never looked at it positively. I saw it always as as a little bit of a failure, as a little bit of something negative. And it's nice how you actually turned that around and said, actually, I give myself permission to be that person. Uh, Because that's actually part of me. Now, that is bloody insightful and good. I like that. Uh, No, good on you. Good on you. So the lists were always sort of part of your thing. Um, But sometimes uh, lists, they, oh, God, I was the master of lists. But my lists were so big that it was impossible for me, with hindsight, to actually even accomplish a fraction of it. So inevitably, therefore, at the end of the day, I was a failure in my eyes because I actually had so many things that I wanted to get done. Had I put just some some common sense to it, I would have known if I have achieved two of them, um, then hell. Was there ever a time like that in your life where you oh, totally,
1: totally, yeah. It was only recently when I started looking at again okay what do I want to do with my life what do I how how do I want to share what I know uh to people that 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 can help people in their lives and one lesson I had to learn was okay yeah this whole list building um I'm Superman at work yeah I can I can accomplish everything but like I said when I get home I you know I don't want to do everything that's on my list I but I might do the the unfortunate uh, writing 50 to hundred things down like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna carry this over from work and and when I get home I'm gonna do all of this and knowing I'm not gonna do all of that so um, I had to learn how to just be honest with myself and and write down really only three to five things. Um, that I wanted to accomplish in a day for me and by doing that I learned about my own time management I knew my time management at work I knew I can I can clean the plate every day and and get everything done I really didn't have a choice sometimes (laughs) you know I just had to get it all done but when I got home if I wrote down let's say 20 things and I'm only going to pick Three to five things that I really want to do, right? The other things are going to go into what I call a procrastination bucket. And that's what I teach my clients now. And it's, 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 I call it a procrastination bucket because I'm going to do the same thing the next day. These, these are tasks that I really don't want to touch. They're not going to be enjoyable things in my life that I got to do. And I would just every day put those aside. And they go into that procrastination bucket until, like you mentioned, you start feeling like a failure if you don't accomplish that whole list. But if I push those off to the side, it's like, I'll handle that later until they come back and bite you in the ass. Right. So to answer your question, I would do these lists, but I had to learn how to do my own time management. And that's what I'm trying to teach people is Uh, how to handle their own personal time management, making time for themselves. And at the end of the day, where you do have to look back and say, "Okay, what did I get done? Be kind to yourself. And, And maybe you didn't accomplish five things that you wrote down, but you accomplished three. You still have progress and you need to be kind to yourself because you are learning about what you can handle. So that's And time management to me is the foundation of all Mm self-development because a lot of us want to, you know, improve ourselves, Mm -hmm. take different classes, um, exercise, etc. That's great. We keep it up here and we want to, we want to, we want to. Um, But if we don't make time to actually do it, then we're just fooling ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you learn how to manage your time, then Mm -hmm. you have more control in your life. Mm
0: and i like the principle what you're doing a lot i would rephrase it for myself it's not time management it is task management or it is it is vision and dream management because in order to not procrastinate you need to know what is actually important for yourself now if you actually don't rank these 20 million tasks a day and actually say what is really important for you then you will inevitably life will throw you this way that way this way that way and the day is finished and you think what the hell have I done what have I achieved you achieved a hell of a lot but these are little things and not necessarily things that are really important for your progress and your vision and your dream so therefore you you're dissatisfied and then Uh, it's 10 o'clock, let's have a cheesecake, Um, because, (laughs) yeah, okay, you know, that's, that's often enough my life, I, uh, you know, hand up, that's me, okay, and it is a skill to actually put the brakes on and just say stop now, and actually think what is really important to you what
1: well, brought that you hard. you hit the nail on the head with with the prioritization because mm. that's that's the big step a lot of people will you know like i mentioned we'll write down this list mm. and we'll just start from 1 to 10 whatever order they're in mm. and you don't really prioritize and that's that's something that i help you know we we have this puzzle up here and when we're kids and learn how to put together a puzzle, what do we do? We, we get all the straight edges out, right? We know that's going to be the frame. We have a picture that we're looking at that this puzzle must match. And But the problem is now, these days, is we try to keep everything up here. And we have more these days than we did back in the past when we were growing up, obviously. So what I try to help people do is this, this what I call this a mind storm, and dump it all out, you know, write everything out and then we have to prioritize that what's important to you what's really important to you and and what is going to get you to the point where you want to be in life and and that's when you start putting this puzzle together then you start seeing the picture of your life and start putting these puzzle uh pieces of puzzle together and then you have a plan to start going off of so that's that's where i take my project management experience and and apply it to my personal life and others um, in helping them get their lives organized and such.
0: And that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Uh, when you suddenly take the time to step out of the rat race and and begin to dream and then turn that dream into a vision and then into a mission And suddenly, you have no idea how far you can come in a relatively short period of time, because you actually focus on what matters really to you in your life. Most people, I dare to say, I would say 95% of people I meet, don't really have that focus. They are just running around, like, sometimes like sheep, sometimes like a, like a, like a pack of wolves and just everything 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 oh look shiny oh there oh <laughs> and it's just oh my goodness yeah so that's that's you know there's your skill is a, a a super skill it's a it's a superpower yeah truly what catalyzed you to become or to get that insight there is there is whilst you said yourself um you were really really good in that for others, or for the person that you were at work. And then at home, it was the uh, dump. Um, What changed? Because at one stage you changed, you applied that to your own life, otherwise you wouldn't be here now. What was that moment? Or were there a number of moments?
1: Yeah, there was was actually a number of moments. Um, Wow. You know, it, it was the my own personal journey, um, right before the pandemic actually started. I, I fell into a, a very deep depression. Um, four years before that depression, I actually died from burnout. Um, and that, that kind of, you know, shook me, but it wasn't the wake up call that I, that, that anyone would expect it to be for me, actually. Um dying from burnout, coming coming back from that, I purely focused on my physical being. Because I'm like, okay, well, shit, I, I died. That's obviously something wrong with my brain or my nervous system or my heart, something physical. And for the next three years, I just focused on my physical being. I, I went to nutritionists, I took all these tests, I took the heart test, brain tests everything. But I failed to look at my mental state. I wasn't happy. And that that is what really started slowly spiraling me into a depression that I didn't even realize was happening. Because I didn't change anything after that. Um, Before the burnout and, and near death experience, I was in great shape. I was eating proper foods. I was exercising. I was doing these spartan obstacle races as much as possible and i felt good but i started before before the burnout i started to lose energy and i just attributed that to age and when when i and then i started fighting with myself like all right you just need to go to the gym a little bit earlier and put in some more <laughs> reps and, you know, you're not going to slip. You know, I've, I've always been physically active, loving sports and, and doing everything like that. But the energy wasn't really related to f- anything physical. It was purely mental. And it was because I wasn't enjoying my job. Um, the relationship I was in was not really going anywhere. I wasn't happy with that. And I didn't have any goals. I was just going through the motions, as you were saying earlier. I was a stagnant point in my life. I wasn't really working towards anything. So the next three years, it, by not changing any of those things and focusing purely on my physical state, I went into this depression. And right before the pandemic, my my I, I had what I call a tsunami of shit in one week. And this is in one week's time, everything that happened, I, I, my relationship ended. I was heartbroken because of that. Uh, my employment contract expired. I knew that was going to happen, but I wasn't used to going from 100 miles an hour to zero. All of a sudden, I didn't know how to handle that. Uh, I tried to prepare myself, but I, I just was never in that situation. So it was really tough. Um, I was diagnosed with PTSD because I was having anxiety attacks from the near death experience, and I was struggling with that time to time um, for those next three years, and and a few other things that happened in my life, military time, and and a few other almost near death experiences, <laughs> and I and my and my uh, my daughter's college education fund was was stolen so a lot of things happened in one week and it just felt like this tsunami pulled me under and I just was uh fell into that deep depression so I I tried to fix myself at home but I was comfortable I was staying in my apartment uh you know everything was familiar around me so one day this is after about a month I get out of the shower and i look at myself in the mirror and i didn't recognize myself i weighed myself i found i lost 30 pounds like i think that's about 15 kilos um and i i, I just had a conversation with myself like dude you need to. you need help you need help and and that's when i realized okay i i gotta get out of here so i went to india and I, I can go into that if, if you want, but uh, I learned a couple of very valuable lessons in India. Uh, I did a Vipassana meditation where I learned um, mind over matter, mm. basically. And I also learned the law of impermanence, how, how things are, are not always the same mm. and how to detach. Mm. So taking those two lessons, I, I felt enlightened. I came back to Colombia where I'm living now and had to face the music. I didn't really want to leave him because I really were enjoying all the valuable lessons I was learning there. But I knew I had to face the music. I had to face my life and take what I learned in India and, and prior into my life and, and, and start applying those lessons. So I got back here to Colombia and I had to figure out, all right, not working. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Am I going to stay here? I'm going to go back to California. And that's when the pandemic really kicked off. So I I found a cabin in the mountains here. And that's where I decided to to hunker down and Mm -hmm. see how long this pandemic was going to continue. Mm -hmm. By doing that, I did another Vipassana meditation about six months after that on my own in that cabin and vipassana meditation is basically 10 days where you disconnect from everything you you get rid of your phone your laptop uh books your watch um and you don't talk and you just meditate for about eight hours a day about an hour at each time and when you do that you really start understanding yourself because it's like You put your life on pause and you never do that when you're growing up. We never do that. We'll take our cars to go get maintenance, you know, get the oil change and, you know, everything, Um, get the fluids and check the brakes. But we won't do that to ourselves. Even if we go on vacation, we're going to go on vacation. Sure. But hey, let's go to this, this beach here. I'm going to have pina colada whatever. But you never really take that time to look in. And that's what I did. And that's when I started understanding what I want to do and why I want to go in this direction with helping people. So by helping people, I I realized I wanted to help people, but I said, okay, help them with what? And that's when I started to look in and say, what what am I good at? And that's when I started putting this, okay, I'm really good at time management and organizing things. And then I had to do it to myself first. And and I'm I'm the test subject number one, right? (laughs) I'm the vial number one. Let's see what happens. And when I started doing that, everything started falling in place. Um, I was moving in a direction that I believed in because I was able to connect to myself. And by doing that, by moving, things just started to fall into place. And I was able to take everything that I had up here put it down, and start helping people with
0: it. Beautiful. And isn't it amazing? Because the way you described it was actually very enlightened, so to speak, when it comes to your meditation. Because you actually, it's not just sitting around somehow, but you actually made a lot of action steps to put yourself first, you switched off everything, you made room, you made space and said, sorry, guys, I will not be available for you now. And switched off everything. So you took actually action. This is not just, ah, maybe we could. Ah, Yeah, why don't I give it a shot? No, you made a contract with yourself, you actually discussed with yourself, actually, I want to get better. I want to figure out what the hell is going on, really? And where's my life going? And as you say, to, this is not just a 15-minute in the shower or 15-minute in the, in the spa or in the sauna where um, you normally try to switch off. And even then, often people keep themselves occupied one way or the other. Now, you actually really gave your brain time to detox from all the crap to start off with. And that takes a bit of time. Any detox doesn't happen, bing, and suddenly all the good ideas come. So it's amazing to actually say, okay, eight, 10 days of that. Now that actually makes a lot of sense to me now. And it's something I realize I have not done since rehab, so to speak. I went seven years ago. I went into rehab where I was given the chance to put my normal life on hold. And I was asked the questions that made me think so 7 years have passed and while stuff made huge progress in my life i'm i've to i'm laughing here uh, because of the changes that i've put in uh, into action i just wonder what was to happen was i to do what you did and where that now then propels me <laughs> because you know we are all on a path who knows what is around the next bend, the next corner? And the only way you can figure that out is by actually putting in the hard work, the hard work of actually pressing the pause button and really redefining for yourself. Who do you want to be? Not what, not not, yeah. not any kind of labels you put on yourself, but who? Who is the, the woman, the man, the, the being in you that wants to come out? And this is a powerful, powerful thing you did there, my man. Very powerful. It's a beautiful
1: experience. Yeah. Um, we, we go through most of our lives immersed yeah. in everything besides ourselves. Yeah, I mean, especially now, you look at everybody, looking at their phones, anywhere you go. Um, they're totally immersed in whatever they're looking at on their phone, on their computer, on the TV. Um, it's even hard to have good conversations these days Mm -hmm. just to sit down without being distracted and have a conversation Mm -hmm. um because people are wondering okay there's something else going on there's something else going on like they're gonna miss something right and I, I used to be like that um still sometimes I have to catch myself and and say okay I'm I'm gonna sit down and eat I don't need to have my phone next to me I'm going to concentrate on the meal in front of me <laughs> and be mindful of the taste where did it come from um everything about it and and that's that's where learning going through this journey having that experience of being enlightened and and disconnecting from everything is is truly the most enlightening experience i've ever had and that's that's why i'm so passionate mm to get others on their path. I mean, of course, I can't show them how, I can show them how to find their path. That's it. But I can't walk it for them. And that's that's what happened to me when I looked in that mirror and didn't recognize myself. I had to say to myself, number one, I need help. I need help. Obviously, what I'm doing is not working. And I'm going to have to seek some external force or or education, teacher, coach, what have you, to get that knowledge, to get me on the path Mm. that I need to walk. They're not going to walk it for me, but I need to do it. And those lessons that I've learned since that depression, and I'm so grateful for that depression these days, because if that didn't happen, I'd still probably be in a stagnant uh, lifestyle um I would never have learned about this self-maintenance self-maintenance that is something that we should all require none of us want to do it because why it's going to take time you don't ever want to take your car to go get maintained. maintain you don't want to get the oil change why it's going to take you know an hour out of my day I don't want to go do that I got more important things to do But the same thing with yourself, you really need to learn how to maintain yourself and take that time. You had the experience seven years ago, and then you you had that enlightenment by disconnecting and giving time to yourself. And and then it comes time. The other hard part is scheduling when you're going to do it again. And that's... A promise I made to myself when I when I first did that in India afterwards, I was just like, once a year, I have to do this once a year, 10 days out of my life, once a year, I got to do it.
0: Very nice. Very nice. There are, there are, and there are many ways uh, for some of the viewers, they might think uh, meditation. Um And that is okay with if you if if the spiritual side of things doesn't catch you, or if there are hurdles in your way that you find insurmountable at the moment, there are other ways to go about that. Uh, All these ways include that you actually listen to someone who has done it, who has been successful in it. So find someone who actually has been there. And this... uh, like you, Scott, I have got PTSD. And and I didn't realize I had it. It was so beautifully concealed as a, hey, look how aware I am, and how good I am in my job, because I pick up every single nuance around me. Yeah, right. Uh, Call it PTSD, because I woke up at (laughs) free on the dot, bang, and and I had anxiety and everything. But I didn't realize that until about two years ago. And then I got help from a um, from a life coach, who is a, a, a master of hypnosis. So and she hypnotized me helped me with the right questions, and then taught me self hypnosis, and relaxation exercises. So uh, suddenly, there is a bit more a, a different slant on things. What am I doing? I'm giving myself time to switch off. I'm giving myself time to connect with truly my deep inner self. Exactly the same, uh, the same mission here to actually connect with yourself, uh, through a mildly different path. Uh, one is we just switch off and see what comes. Uh, the other one is you directly go straight deep in into the brain and and see what comes ultimately. Um, or you know, you, you you can have guided uh hypnosis where, where certain messages get filtered in. Um that's cool. So these are already two things. So you've got meditation, self-hypnosis, and there are a number of other things, but they are all techniques that are wonderful. As with everything in life, there are nine billion. People for a reason, i.e., if you're a man, there are four and a half billion women. Not everyone will be right for you. There's Mrs. Right and a lot of Mrs. Wrongs, and it's the same with with all these exercises. Try one, see what works, and if you think what a bullshit, what cool, congratulations, you figured out what did not work. So fine, choose something else. But the key is the same. How can you find yourself? That sounds maybe corny to you too. How can you connect with that person that is in the future that you want to be of this alternate universe out there where you are truly happy? So how do you figure out who is that person and how do you get there? And I mean, Scott, he has got a pretty good way. He, he starts you on the way. And that is that is exactly that. Find someone who has been where you want to go. And these are the right people, uh, okay. So that's that's we're very expert. But this is this is a survival skill here that both Scott and I are practicing. And I must say, he is further up the path than than I am. So therefore, I'm 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 taking mental notes here, <laughs> okay. And I need to uh, okay. How did he? Ah, that way. So, <laughs> and that is the right way to go, Scott. I mean, it's brilliant. It's really The question then, of course, asks, uh, I ask myself the question, where are you going? What are your visions? What are your dreams? What will happen in, in six months, 12 months, five years? What are your dreams? Any idea? For me? Hmm?
1: Yeah, I mean, my main goal right now is to help as many people as possible hmm. on the personal level, hmm. that self-connection. I have this self connection cycle. I call it. It's uh, you, it starts with consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, you need to be conscious that you want to improve, right? You want to connect to yourself, and if you're immersed in everything else, you're not. You're not conscious. You're not aware of yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the mindfulness techniques, the mm-hmm. the different I, because I, I teach meditation. But I don't jump into meditation right away because it's difficult. It's difficult as hell, especially for anybody who has never done it before. And I don't like turning people off with meditation because it's it's a difficult practice to do if you've never done it before. Just to sit down and say, okay, close your eyes and concentrate on your breathing for for five minutes. Of course not. People are going to, so many people get frustrated and quit before they even learn how to start meditating. Mm. So mindfulness exercises, I call it the mental fitness to prepare you for meditation, right? So, so I help. That's that's where I'm helping people on the on the personal side. But to answer your question, where do I see myself in in the future? I'm I'm really passionate about uh, the change of business culture that needs to happen around the world right now. I just read a study a couple of weeks ago where in 2016 World Health Organization and I can't remember the other organization that International Labor uh, something mm-hmm. uh, did a study for a few years and found 745,000 people dying a year by overworking uh, or, or working more than 55 hours a week. and. Being old school, I wouldn't blink at fifty-five hours. You know, <laughs> knock that out, no problem. But yep. we're we're in a in a in a time shift now where we have intergenerational employees. Yeah. We have, I think, about fifty percent now is is millennials in the workforce globally, if I remember that study correctly, uh-huh. and and Gen Z. And and the rest is you know everybody else Gen X and and everybody else, so you have like two different three different styles and and these these younger kids coming into the workforce, they won't they won't think twice about oh I'm being overworked this is this is ridiculous I'm out of here right, and companies are paying so much they're losing millions of dollars uh, in, in a year well I, I think uh, one study I saw about a a million and a half dollars to replace 12 employees um, in one year. And that is the churn that's happening because companies are not taking wellness uh, to the forefront in the workplace. Absolutely. The pandemic, everybody is working hmm. remotely, not everybody, but hmm. the majority of people are working remotely. We had to learn how to work remotely. If you never worked, you know, at home before you got kids, you got everything else going on at home and you've got the job and you're working more hours even Mm. from home and the employers are not actually taking that into account. Mm. So a lot more burnout is happening. So my mission now on on the corporate side is I want to bring leadership transformation. I don't want to bring leadership development. You get that from somebody else. There's a lot of that out there but I think leadership transformation is so important right now because a lot of companies have wellness programs. Yeah. They got a yoga teacher that comes online and teaches you how to stretch once a week or whatever, mm. but Hey, you know, how many people are really utilizing that? Mm. Right. I, I talked to a lot of my friends still in the corporate world and they're like, Oh yeah, we get these emails all the time. You know where they go? Mm. Billy, mm. Billy. Mm. So I feel unless it comes from the actual leadership in the company, no one's going to take it serious. No one's really going to do it. So if leadership supports it by running the wellness Mm. in your company is going to be much more fluid, much more um, productive, Mm. happier. Mm. You're going to not have the, the churn, the employee churn. And that cost that comes with it, or the cost of people being out sick, Um, and and yeah, that's 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 where I'm going now, and that's what I'm focusing on in the future is trying to change the corporate leadership mindset.
0: I think it was Abraham Lincoln who said, "If I had eight hours to fell a tree, I would spend uh, six hours sharpening the saw," um, and I think that that skill has gotten lost in or maybe it was never learned in virtually every single hospital I worked in every single department I worked in whilst there was talk about wellness it was certainly never encouraged like that because it was always more important to roll with the punches um, and other things became more important. And that is, the, the, that is so true. That is true for physical exercise. That's true for good nutrition, for all that. Uh, we know, in theory, what we should do. But there is no setting, uh, no, no circumstance where that is made possible in, the, in the, the workforce that I am employed in. Uh, so I've never seen anything then. Like you say, when I go in the staff room, there's, oh yeah, this month wellness, and we do yoga, when? Oh, I don't know, it will be announced, kind of a thing. Um, and it was, yeah, right, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're right, you're so right to, to lead by example. And wow, you have got your work cut out. There's no two ways around that. What would you, what would you advise the the person who has listened to you here today and thinks, well, oh, all sounds quite good, but I've got three kids at home. I'm single mum. I need to work. I need to kick ass, and money is barely stretching. And now you want me to what? Stop a week and uh, smell the roses? You dreamer.
1: good question Stefan. yeah i i know 10 days is is Mm -hmm. not for everybody not everybody can do that luckily i i can do that myself but what i tell people is take take one day Mm -hmm. if you can ask for help ask for help with the kids Mm -hmm. you know if you if you're married you know have that communication with your spouse and say look I'll take them Saturday, you take them Sunday, all right? But let's give ourselves a day to disconnect from everything. And when I say disconnect, that doesn't mean, you know. okay, I'm not talking to everybody, but I'm gonna be on the computer looking at Facebook and Instagram and, and being entertained. No, disconnect. Go somewhere where there's nobody. Go Go somewhere to nature, go to a park you know, the least amount of people as possible and just try to uh, disconnect and be mindful of everything around you, you know, and there's all these little practices that I try to help people with um, on this process, because you really need to, that's the most important thing to make time for yourself. And it doesn't, don't feel like you have to be Superman or Superwoman, Mm. ask for help, Mm. ask for help. There's a reason why you have so many people around you that that love and care for you, and you're not going to be weak by asking for help. And that's something that we have to get over, is don't feel weak. You don't have to put this stigma that I'm strong, I can handle everything going on. No, no, it's okay to ask for help. And this is something that I had to learn as well, because I was really buried um, I didn't know my way out. How am I going to do this? And you just have to ask for help.
0: And that is that is the biggest skill you could possibly learn in your life, to jump over your shadow and say, wow, okay, I, I really could do better if I actually allow myself to listen to someone who has been successful in those things that I want to do you would do that if you were to start a new business let's say you 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 buy a restaurant for whatever reasons and you want to have that restaurant prosper you have no idea about restaurants so what do you do you learn from people who run restaurants and you learn from those people who run them well it's logic for you and here you are in your own life yeah, and here you are, in yourself, and no, 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 I know it all better, you know, bullshit, bullshit, you've got a big supercomputer up there between your ears, but no one has ever given you a manual, so now you're pressing on a few buttons and see what works, oh, that feels good, what's that, oh, vodka, cool, cool, we found one thing that feels good, and then you feel, oh, I got a shock there, what was that, oh, chores, oh, chores doesn't seem to be so nice, so, yeah, that's how we work. For Christ's sake. So now, why not talk to someone like Scott, who's starting to, to figure out things and found a way that works for him and, and his clients. So, you know, why not? What could
1: possibly go wrong? Well, exactly, Stefan. That's, exactly. that's one thing in this day and age. We're so immersed in media, social media and, and on TV. Nobody's posting their failures yeah all you see is success everywhere you turn uh, so but no everybody's going through shit everybody's got their own uh, shit show up here dealing with something nobody's perfect so there's something that we can always be improving ourselves on mm -hmm. maybe one maybe two maybe three depends on what you want in your life but you said you said it Look for somebody that has is going through what or or has gone through what you're going through or has knowledge in the area that you want to go Mm. and and take it. There's so much free information out there. I mean, I put free tips on my Instagram every day, um, just hoping to inspire people to know, Okay, well, you know what? There's 365 days in a year Mm. And there's gonna be 365 tips out there that I'm gonna put. Something's gotta resonate with somebody. And even if I might I go through this little self-doubt sometimes, like, uh, you know, nobody's liking this, but I'll get a message, a direct message from somebody. Oh, I really needed to hear that. You <laughs> you you really told me what I needed to hear today, and thank you. And that's what keeps me going doing this and posting these things out there for free just it's that vibe mm-hmm.
0: and don't forget we grow by putting ourselves out there and by actually taking the steps that, taking action it's again you take action by going onto to instagram and exposing yourself and there will be this little voice here. Now, what if they criticize you? What if they misunderstand you? What if, what if, what if? These little voices are for fuck's sake. And you think, shut up. <laughs> but, but, but,
1: but, but, but. <laughs> yeah, just and it the is- other day, I, I was having not a good mental day. <laughs> I, was, I was not where I wanted to be. And I said, you know what? I'm going to share that. I'm going to Mm. put it out there. Mm. And you, you're exactly right. That little voice. Yeah. But you're supposed to be helping people. You're supposed to be like a model, you know, (laughs) showing people that, but you know, I got so much response from that post where people thanked me saying, wow, I needed to hear that. I'm not the only one going, having these mental days where things are just not working or clicking and and, but i see everything's going to be okay so yeah, yeah it's funny
0: and and that makes us human and that makes us that makes us those beautiful perfectly imperfect pieces of chaos that we are for crying out loud and it is it is a big puzzle piece. And and guess what? Someone actually stole a few pieces. <laughs> Someone actually bend a few pieces and cut one off. <laughs> and sometimes you think, what the hell? This is not my yeah. life. <laughs> so you have to work around it, guys. You have to work around it. Okay, yes, there will be hurdles. There will be strange things happening. Welcome to my world. <laughs> it is chaos. But let's make the best out of it. Okay, you no, it doesn't smell like roses all the time. But you guys can do it. Uh, look at Scott and me—two numb nuts. Honestly, I mean, come on, here, look at us. <laughs> no, just, no if, I
1: agree. I agree.
0: <laughs> if we two can get our shit together, I think you've got a really fair chance, and that's all you can ask for. Now that you that that we have sort of planted that seed. Into your brains, guys. What are you going to do about it? You know, this is now time for you to press the pause button. Uh, maybe five minutes, and then you think, huh? That was not bad. That interview. Huh. And just give yourself time and see what your brain comes up with. And your brain might come up with the question, huh? This Scott is not a bad dude. Um, Scott, how can they get hold of you? And what are your contact details
1: yeah I have a website it's, it's a bit challenged I'm website building challenged uh, it's got the basics on there it's scott but most of my information is on Instagram these days and my handle there is at time underscore life underscore self and that's basically the name of the program I, I help people on the personal level in that order that time management life organization and self uh, connection basically. So Instagram, I would say is probably the best route to, to find me. And yeah, if anybody's interested questions, what have you, you know, take a look at the tips on there and contact me if you want.
0: That's brilliant guys look down there into the description of the video and of the podcast scott's details are there and whilst you're down there press that subscribe button i mean, it would be rude not to come on guys um and um and if that has triggered you in in a positive way to to change things uh there are so many so many beautiful resources out there my my show here we've got now i mean this was the 175th uh something like that interview so guys there's a lot of material out there that's just waiting for you and and so we regards to uh, you, Scott, you mentioned the depression, we've got a lot of interviews with people who have gone through that, and came out to the other end, a uh, different and better person. And it so this is all about mental health, this is all about growth here my channel. And that's so beautiful and 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 wonderful people like Scott are giving their time and their skills and their expertise here for free. Guys, what, what do you want? It is. So let those seeds actually get in there and start growing them and see what comes out in your own life and and maybe feedback to us and, and, and see see what comes out. hey Scott, I'm so grateful that you came onto my show. This was a fantastic brainstorming here. Uh, this was a lovely mindstorming I should say uh, as you did. and uh, because yeah it, it rattled my cage. you made me think and for that I'm eternally grateful like you a day where i don't learn something about myself is a very very sad day um and therefore today's a good day (laughs) that's that's cool
1: yeah don't don't be afraid of mental health everybody (laughs) that is that is something that's that's swept under the rug most of the time but it's 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 a it's a necessity for us to approach in our lives Mm -hmm. and Stefan, your show Uh, thank you for the work Mm. that you're doing with that and and putting that out there because Mm. it's a great resource like you said Mm. so thank you for your show and thank you for having me today Mm.
0: an absolute honor and guys it's okay not to be okay and that is normal okay so look after yourself stay strong and tune back in soon
1: bye